spoiler alert, this one sucked. This one did suck. Yeah, we'll, we'll skip to the end. Did you like it then? This was an awful, awful episode. Welcome to me phoning it in. That's what you get. Roll theme, and let's try to get out of this one fast. Fan. And uh, it's the uh, November 7th, 1992. We're in Saskatoon. Take a drink. Damn it, I forgot my beer. Shit, it's downstairs. Okay. I'm going to have to, you know what? I'm going to have to keep Cal. You're going to have to do this one sober. <laughs> Go down and chug. horrible episode sober. Because <laughs> we're channeling our midlife crisis in this horrible, horrible episode of Superstars of Wrestling. There was nothing good. No. Nothing good. <laughs> nothing every, happened. Every, even Sean Mooney didn't show up for this yeah, one. Sean Mooney wasn't here. He's like, fuck you. I'm out on my honeymoon, bitches. <laughs> so correct me if I'm wrong, because you need yep. the research. Mm-hmm. We are in Saskatoon, and this is yes. actually where Brett became champ, but they're pretending they're back to where they were when Brett yes. came, became champ. Correct. So this, this is the was, location. <laughs> this was recorded back on October 13th mm-hmm. when Brett actually won the title. Right. Uh, in Saskatoon. And, and they're ask, they're acting like it's a month later and they're back. But this is actually the show. Yeah. They spent all this time in Canada. There's no way that Vince is spending that much time in Canada. I mean, no, he's on the green screen in Saskatoon. Connecticut. <laughs> That's true. Brett and Perfect are doing uh, a standard open, but without the main title sequence. Yeah. So I think we've just completely at this point nixed the main title because there is so much crazy going on that half the people in that main sequence aren't even relevant yeah, anymore. They're not there or they're holding the wrong belt or... Mm-hmm. With the wrong team. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is November 7th and the 92 election happened a little bit before this between George Bush and Bill Clinton. He was not happy with the results of the election. Well, I don't think he's a Clinton guy. I think all these guys are like, oh no, we're business people are going to get taxed no. to death by this dude. I mean, <laughs> the McMahon's super yes. Republican, like Linda ran for office twice and then became a yeah, Trump cabinet, cabinet member. member there. How about it? Yeah. So he was not happy with the results of the election, but he is happy with Money Incorporated being the new tag team champions. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to have a, a team for a tax spend Democrat president, <laughs> IRS is the guy, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was all about it. He's like, oh, man, my heel stock just went up like crazy. <laughs> Wait till everybody's yeah, in definitely. a higher tax bracket. They're really going to hate me. I'm going to be champion. <laughs> <laughs> but no i am so over right now oh take a while for rotunda to be champ and then they just fire him for no reason yeah but they cannot enjoy their victory because this week they're going to be defending their tag team titles against high 
high energy. Yeah, I don't think they're too worried. Neither was I. As much as we're making fun of high energy and the fact that they're facing Money, Inc. DiBiase, Hall of Famer. Coco Beware, yes. Hall of Famer. Yes. Rotunda, I don't think he's in. I don't know if he is or not. I, I don't recall him being in there, no. And for sure, Owen would if the family would allow it, but they would. Obviously. So you got potentially three to four Hall of Famers all in this. And if anybody's out, like the odd man out, why isn't Rotunda in there? <laughs> We're looking that up eventually. I got to find out if Rotunda's in the WWF Hall of Fame. No, Rotunda not in the Hall of Fame. That's ridiculous. So Rotunda not in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, okay, yeah. Coco Beware <laughs> in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Mike Rotunda not in the Hall of Fame. Frankie in the Hall of Fame? Frankie um, was, no. No. He was in between birds, I believe, because uh, Frankie died uh, in, a, in, a, in a house fire. And I think I, I remember when he came out for like his little Hall of Fame in the ring bow. He had like a fake bird. Is really? It plastic or wood? Oh. parrot. Like he didn't have a real parrot. Couldn't but, even uh, get a real one. Yeah, there's a Frankie too. Yeah. He has a new bird, but oh well. Anyway, so you got three Hall of Famers in there. Yeah, should be four. Well, <laughs> yeah. We have two Hall of Famers in there. Should be four. Should be four. It ends with impeach Tunney. They're going to impeach the president. Well, of course, of, because he made this match. Yeah, the president of wrestling. The president of wrestling, who we haven't seen, by the way. That he has been spoken of. Now, I recall in the late 80s, Tunney was all over the place. He was like making moves left and right. He was playing some figures, doing his thing. Mm -hmm. Now, it's just like, this has come down from Tunney. <laughs> yeah, the figurehead's a figurehead. Yeah. Because he's the figurehead president. And now he's using like Sergeant Slaughter as his figurehead proxy. Yes. Now, the last time we saw Tunney was like... A behind the scenes shot of him like at a desk looking over That's his shoulder. That's right. Yes. I, I forget remember what that now. Yeah. He didn't be there at a little, you know, school desk. It's like because <laughs> Tony was like a real Canadian promoter, I believe. Yeah. I don't know. He's like, pay me, bitch. Yes. Ugh, very good. Well, that is going to be our main event. So we'll see that at the end. Mm -hmm. We're also going to get Bret Hart, the musical. Yes. <laughs> a tribute to Bret as set to music. Yes. <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, I couldn't stand watching that more than once. What was the deal? Well, they did that with Macho. Macho yeah. got his yeah. montage package to his own sure. theme music. Yes. Flair didn't get one because he's a heel. Yeah. Well, for, and, and Perfect bitched about that too. Yeah. He's like, where's, where's Flair's he's musical? Like, Flair, Flair's been champ twice. Where's his musical? Yeah. Should be Flair the musical too. He should at least get like a power ballad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have head shrinkers. Yes, the head shrinkers will be in competition for the first time. The big boss man interview. Yes. That should have happened a long time ago. This should happen like when he returned. Yes, exactly. And the debut of Damien Demento. Damien Domento? Domento. 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 With his huge New York accent. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a supernatural. Hey, hey, look at me over here. I'm a Damien Domento. Yeah. I'm look a, at a cannoli. <laughs> scary. Yeah. <laughs> so we go right to our first match, which is mm -hmm. uh, a lukewarm open. Easily a lukewarm open. We got Max Moon, Conan in the house, K Dog. <laughs> K Dog. K Dog in the house, yo. Just like a moon man. Yes, not too happy about being dressed like Moon Man. I wrote that down. He looks so pissed <laughs> coming out. Yes. He's like, 
he's a toy. He's like walking around in a toy outfit. He should, he's shooting out pyro out of one arm. Confetti mm-hmm. out of the other one. He should be like all up, smiling at kids, and he just comes out pissed. He would rather be a heel. He, yeah, a heel moon I man. Think he would. Yeah, heel T- moon man. Tony, dude, Nazi moon man was the way to go. <laughs> that would have been awesome. I would have loved to see Nazi moon. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite bit we ever did on the show. We yeah. have gone to the moon. <laughs> we have found our moon man. We have brought him back for the WWF. <laughs> Heil Maximilian. <laughs> He's got to beat up the boys. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Well, uh, Max Amelian Moon <laughs> is facing Sean Penn, apparently. Louis yes. Spicoli. <laughs> Yeah, he's somebody. Am I just thinking about Penn's name or is Spicoli an actual real, yeah, well, real guy? Spicoli is obviously, you know, Penn's character in Fast Times there. But Louis Spicoli did have uh, a career. We've seen him before. He's gone under quite a few fun names here. I don't know where he used half of these, but there's some some interesting ones. I believe there was like an article about how he had died like right after a WCW event. Right. Uh, that he was supposed to be in in 98. And he he just passed away like very suddenly there. But I did a little bit more digging on him and found all these just wonderful names that he went out under in his time in WCW and ECW, as well as several smaller groups out there. So he was also known as the Body Snatcher. Okay. Cutie Pie. Oh, no. Killer Blonde. Okay. Madonna's Boyfriend. Worse. <laughs> Mercenario 3, which means there was a 2 and a 1. <laughs> and possibly a 4. <laughs> Could be a 4. Uh, Red Redford. That's the one I remember. Yes. Uh, white African. <laughs> no. No, Louis. <laughs> and the Zodiac. He lucked out by dying in 98 with that one. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking through some of these. It's like, where... Where did you ever come up with these names and why did you think they were okay? How carny can you get? Yeah. He has four of Mr. Perfect's outfits sewn together. (laughs) Each quarter panel of him is a different color. (laughs) He couldn't decide. No. So in the back and Perfect's like, here, take these four and see what you can do. The picture in picture during this match is of WWF Magazine with Shawn Michaels on the cover. So Yeah. We didn't get much mileage out of the Brett one. I only saw it like once or twice. Yeah, that was um, a quick one. And we get an article featuring Max Moon. And I was super surprised about that because mm-hmm. magazines need a lot of lead time to be published. And sure. he was the comic kid to start. Yeah. So so they so, must have done some quick editing there Yeah. to get that out as Max Moon. I have a never seen before and never will see again move. I think I know which move you're talking about because I kind of looked at it and I had some questions. (laughs) Three minutes, 38 seconds in, it starts. Max Mm -hmm. moving slingshots of Spicoli into the ropes, Mm -hmm. do a a leapfrog, and then Spicoli lies on his back, spread eagle, and Max (laughs) moving jumps between his legs. It's a leapfrog into a spread eagle. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Okay. That was not the move I was thinking of, but that is quite hilarious too. Yeah. He does it's a like somersault it, between his legs. It was so projected looking. Yeah. And I said that about Spicoli in a lot of this match. He was not good at selling. 
in this. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like he was just like waiting for moves to happen. Yeah, I think in this to be a, to fight a luchador or to do a high flying thing or to fight a high flying guy. Mm-hmm. You have to be really careful to not look like you're doing a routine. Yeah, like this look. This looked very routine. Yeah, the pin that we said last time of Max Moon, like it's a better one on paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got rid of like. Yeah, Conan has him in the fireman carry, does like a flip to slam the guy and lands on top of him. He tried to pin him the last time. Yes. And he just slid off of him and looked kind of goofy. So now he does that move, but then goes to the top. Yes, which I liked a lot better. I like the half turn flying cross body off the top there that he does at the end. There, there was a move right before that, though, that is another one, almost kind of like a standing suplex. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, why does this work where he jumped up into Spicoli's arms like he's giving him a headlock but Spicoli's holding on to him and they just sit there for a little while like a good two three seconds until Max Moon kind of twists himself and pulls him down there's a couple of like luchador type moves that it's like they execute it and everybody's body's flying and I just don't know who's hurting who yeah like Oh, and what a reversal. But it looked like he got slammed just as hard, if not harder than the guy. He just happened to pop back up. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking with this move, I'm like, why is Spicoli just not like try and drop him at this yeah. point? Well, I, I'm going over just like, up. yeah, yeah. It didn't make sense to me. Like it looked kind of cool, but it didn't make sense to me. I kind of get the moon man part of like, cause we don't see high flying luchador stuff in the WWF. No. So he does look like he's wrestling kind of from the future and doing things that other people can't do. So. Zero gravity. Yeah. It, ooh, there you go. I didn't yeah. think of it that way, but yeah, that for sure. Yeah. But I, I kind of get the idea. And he, and I know Vince just wanted to be like, I mean, he could have been a merchandise monster. Yeah. Toys and stuff. But Conan Clearly. just hates his job right now. No, he does not like this gimmick. He does not like this gimmick at all. So... He's just doing his shtick and, you know, getting paid. So good all for Conan. Mm-hmm. I, I, I support him in this. Max Moon was not a favorite character. I didn't even know he existed. <laughs> you missed the whole um, Max Moon thing? Or- yes, I missed the whole Max Moon thing. So I knew Conan as Conan. So I will give him props for trying to make this work. I, I don't know how much he tried. <laughs> <laughs> There's a kid in the audience that they cut to. He's like... Or sixth grader that must spend half his time stuffed in a locker. Yeah. Holding yeah. Max Moon's confetti streamers. I'm like, <laughs> what the hell is he holding? Why did you yeah. go to the, the event with, oh, it's Max no. Moon's confetti. I he got, got those. And you know he's taking those to school the next day to show all his friends. I got Max Moon's confetti. And then these like, kids are like, who? who? <laughs> Who's Max <laughs> The Moon Man? The Moon Man? The Nazi uh, Moon Man? The Nazi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hit the 80s rock music because we are out of there and into a new segment. Yes, we go into a recap of Wrestling Challenge, which we had on Superstars last week, if you can follow all that, of Money Inc. going for the tag team titles against the then champions natural disasters and we see basically the entire thing again certain like small sections being cut out but now it has been narrated yes by vince instead of just the regular commentary that was provided last week by gorilla and bobby it's vince doing lavar burton 
<laughs> doing reading rainbow yeah commenting I... on a replay of wrestling challenge butterfly in the sky i can go twice as high yes because he, he sounds yes. like he's doing a children's story when you hear this noise <laughs> 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 Turn the page. Yeah, is Vince reads me a children's book mm-hmm. replay of wrestling challenges title change. Yes. So we see the whole story transpire between the Nasty Boys and Money Inc. Nasty Boys taking the money. Nasty Boys kicking the shit out of them. Then they leave. Money Inc. still wins the titles. Nasty Boys come back and they throw Jimmy Hart off the podium. You see the whole shtick again. So if you were not present at last week's episode, now you get to see it. In a world where everything's been so scrambled up that nothing really is timed right or makes sense, or you're seeing Mm -hmm. things after other things should have happened, this was pretty good because we thought that this would be an easy squash for the disasters because the Nasties beat up Money Inc. But the disasters end up losing the titles because of the head shrink interference their pre-debut was yes. messing up the title he's getting in the way there out comes the head shrinkers for a match in this broadcast mm-hmm. so ties now, in quite nicely yeah so if you didn't know who they were there's a story to them they, they've already yeah. interfered with a match they've already cost the uh, disasters the titles and here they are wrestling for you for the first time on superstars we get yeah. uh, samu and fatu who we all know as rikishi mm-hmm. and he looks big but knowing yeah. how big Rikishi will be, yeah. he looks thin. He, but he looks big. Very thin. <laughs> and he, and I, I commented, he almost looks like one of the Usos. Well, he's dad. So yeah. So. yeah. yeah. So, I, mean, I mean, it makes sense, but he yeah. looks so like, he looks like, I was like, kid. all right, now I see, mm-hmm. uh, you know, where, you know, where they got their, their looks from. Cause he yeah. does look like them when he is thinner. And at the end of the match, I, I like rewound it. I'm like, wait a minute. Was Rikishi the high flyer of this team? <laughs> And he was. He's the one who does the finish off the top rope. You get Rikishi off the top rope. Wow. Yeah. And they're facing red tights who give a shit because they didn't (laughs) even give them a a lower third. And I don't think they called them by name. I don't know who the hell these people are. Well, they are Joey Mags. Oh, and Joey Mags? Yeah, Joey Mags. And Brian Costello. Hey, I bet. Brian Costello that we have seen. So Joey Maggs, I think that is what he is known most for is that sure. name. But he's also gone by Creature Number One. No. Come on. <laughs> Joey Magliano. Okay. Which I believe is his real last name. Yeah, that's uh, like a stage name. Yeah. <laughs> Joey. What's your stage name going to be? Where are you going to go when you go out there? <laughs> uh, Magliano. Magliano. Yay. Hey. Yeah. He went by Joey Knight, spelled K-N-I-G-H-T. Then he got a cease and desist from NBC. <laughs> and then my personal favorite. Trove up in an 82 Trans Am. <laughs> Joey, this is Kit. No, <laughs> uh, uh, it didn't work. My personal favorite and also copyright infringement here for the Magnificent Morocco. He went by the Magnificent Magliano. No. <laughs> Brian Costello, on the other hand, just went by Brian Costello and Terry Thomas. Okay. Which one's in the pink that looks like uh, an early Wish version of uh, Scott Steiner? So I believe that is, I believe that's Joey Maggs. Yeah. Because when I was looking up pictures, he was the brunette. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. When you buy your Scott Steiner off a Wish, you get Joey Maggs. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the head shrinkers instant double team on the two red tights to show how these are the heels. 
Mm-hmm. Don't be cheering these guys. They have yeah. jumped them right off the bat. After their traditional um, seance that they do there at the beginning, I don't know what that was. It looked like they were, you know, giving worship to the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost there. It's <laughs> like, like wait, these guys are Catholic. <laughs> the Catholic Samoans. Yeah, the Catholics. <laughs> picture in picture with Afa cutting the promo for them. They didn't say nothing. Afa's like, no. look, don't talk. You don't know how to do this yet. Yeah, basically pushing them off as just like, they crazy. <laughs> yeah. Because he was talking it. about like um, how they do not feel pain, that they, they dish out pain. And that was like a Samoan trope that they no-sell the head. You can beat them up, but if you try to do anything with their head, it, they no-sell it. Yeah. Um, and that was a that's a holdover from a, a lot of different uh, Samoa wrestlers. But I remember... Uh, there have been several wrestlers that just kind of like, you know, do the I have a hard head thing. Don't you try and headbutt me because it'll backfire on you. Yeah, that's when they give a, a, a red tight uh, a chance to do an offensive move just to show that it didn't work on them like he gets yeah. a face slam on fat too and everybody's like holy cow a red tight did something really like it looked like yeah. he was gonna win like turn the tide or something boom like drops him on his head and then fat two pops right back up he's like no no yeah. we're samoan it doesn't work <laughs> our heads this, are indestructible this, this, yes you see up here nothing yeah nothing you, you <laughs> forgot, forgot can't you get, you wrestle samoan you can't hurt our heads that's the yeah. rules Finisher is a fake double team rope off the splash by Rikishi. So, yeah. Samu just stands in the corner, just stands there and poses mm-hmm. while Rikishi He's jumps off of the top, top turnbuckle. Of He's doing yeah. nothing there. It's not. No, that was it. Why is yeah, he Because I was waiting for him to, like, yeah, I, I, it was just a pose so he could jump over top of him, I guess. Yeah. It's not I'm like not he goes sure. off of the shoulders of the guy that's standing down there or anything. Yeah. He gets no help. He's just there. They start playing their music right afterwards. I felt like I was in the tiki room. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was like, this music does not fit them. It was like way too happy. You hear the birds and like the, the, the drums in the background. Yeah. I was in the tiki, 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 tiki room. That would be hilarious yeah. if they did that. <laughs> it's the birds and the head shrinkers. Yes. Giving yeah. us some fun. And Sean Mooney is on his honeymoon. So yes, he Gene is. has to cover. Yes, the event center. he is out. Yeah, I was like, what the heck happened here? So we got all kinds of shuffling going on. But yes, Mooney is off on his honeymoon. So we're going to cut the mean Gene in the event center. And then you hear <laughs> Sean Mooney's disembodied voice. <laughs> thing brought to you by Ica Pro. Yeah, he still made it work. Yeah. But it's... Uh, do this voiceover. I don't care if you're in Cancun. We're going to have a special event, dude. Oh, we are. Yeah. Yes. So it's not next week's episode. I guess we're bi- bi-weekly now. Not the mm-hmm. next episode you hear, but the episode after that will be mm-hmm. Saturday night's main event. Wait, we got to find out if it's on. Is it on the cock? We have a check. Uh, I got to check if it's on the cock. I want to go back to Boston. Don't send me to Boston. <laughs> Fuck Boston. Yeah, we're going to have a Saturday night's main event. And then Gene doesn't promote that at all. There's no matches mentioned, but uh, no. he goes right into Survivor Series. Yeah, and I'm sure that even whenever they do a Saturday night's main event, there's going to be some crazy stuff going down. Because since that's on Fox, they want like their big stuff hitting, especially right before Survivor Series. They want as many eyes on it as possible. Well, I don't know how much of a Fox was there. I don't know if Fox was like, Fox was a, dis, if it existed in 92, it is a way distance force network. 
Yeah. Uh, Saturday night's main event used to replace Saturday night live. So mm. whenever Saturday night live was either on a hiatus or they took a week off, they plug in a Saturday night's main event, usually between one of the big fours. They did it a couple mm-hmm. times a year. So this is like NBC at this point oh. was doing this kind of stuff. Very good. It was a reverse episode because it was so late yeah. that you'd get the main event up front. Like either first or second match would be the big main event. So they might have mm-hmm. a teaser starter match or they might go right into the main event. And then the card got worse. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> at this point it's like one in the morning and no one's still there. So you're, no. you're watching the Brooklyn Roller fight Max Moon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's going to be a good one. That's a right. barn burner right there. First promo uh, is Kamala. Yes, we get our typical Kamala promo, and they are talking about The Undertaker, of course, getting ready for Survivor Series and the coffin match. And Whippleman decides in his ranting and raving to give us the rules yes. of the coffin match. So as we have stated before, the object is to pin your opponent and then roll him into the coffin and slam the door shut. That's where I got confused because I do believe that pin is in this match. And mm-hmm. then they they lose it. I kind of vaguely remember watching this match all those years ago. But Whippleman doesn't mention the pin in the rules. And that's one of the things that they get rid of eventually. The, the really clunkiness of having to pin the guy. Yeah. And the match is over, but it's not quite over. And it's like a ceremony just to put him in the coffin instead of the coffin lid closing and that being the dramatic ending of it. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see the coffin versus the casket rules in play when the thing actually hits or if they actually decided before it started, get rid of the pin. I'm just like not remembering it after 30 years and there is no pin. We'll figure it out. I was put off by Whippleman's play on words there with coffin and coughing. And the Undertaker Undertaker would be coughing inside the coffin. They got that covered a little bit later. Uh, Not to spoil the ending, but we have one of those vignettes of... uh, Paul Bearer and The Undertaker making the coffin and Paul's saying, it's not airtight. Yeah. (laughs) It's okay. He's not going to be coughing. He He won't be be in it at all. Yeah. First of all, Kamala's not winning this match, Harvey. (laughs) No! Spoiler. If he got The Undertaker in the casket, it's not airtight. He's going to be fine. Yeah. And why is it The Undertaker's job to bring the f***ing casket? I'm in a coffin match build a coffin because he's the undertaker that's his job that's rude (laughs) i expect the coffin to be there for my coffin match i'm a wrestler why do i have to bring your gimmick i'm the undertaker dude this is perfect for me i get it (laughs) i want to make a coffin why would they expect him to do this uh we got tonka's promo yep and here we go we can't translate these no. But they're just they're just fun to over pontificate because with the loss of the the ultimate warrior, this is my new thing. Over pontification with fans. Over, yes, over pontification with fans on Tataga promos <laughs> and then double translating Matador promos. So. Yes. <laughs> Here's my two things. So here's my over pontification with fans. Yes. I need some good background music for that. I'll find something. <laughs> Rick Martel, it's Survivor Series, and you're still walking around boasting that you said that you did not steal my eagle feathers. Again with the feathers. You said that I gave you my eagle feathers. Eight months of this shit. Eight (laughs) months. I did the math. 
months. Eight months of this fucking feather story. That's, well, Martel, you also stated that by eagle feathers, you have made fashionable, and I am jealous. No! Rick Martel, I am not jealous. What I am mad about, you have ridiculed all my people. And at Survivor Series, Rick Martel, I vow to all my great Native American chiefs of past and present to take back what is rightfully mine. Martel, at Survivor Series, I will have my eagle feathers. We're still looking for the feather match. Give me the goddamn feathers. <laughs> Give me those goddamn feathers. If I was Martel, I'd be like, oh, it's been eight months. Take them. Just take them. They're <laughs> They're out, they're out of, of fashion. They're, they're out of fashion at this point. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they're played. No, mm-hmm. dude, that was, it's so last yeah. year. This is so eight months ago, Tataka. <laughs> this is so April 92. Yes. <laughs> Here's your feathers. And, but he keeps changing his outfit, so now the feathers look more and more and more out of place. Mm-hmm. They do. We get Bam Bam Bigelow coming back. We get a, a, a vignette of him. Yeah, quick little vignette and he gives us his stats at 6'4", mm-hmm. 425 pounds. Nobody's going to want to mess with him. And it's further uh, uh, accentuated by all the fire in the background. So I am 6'4". Yeah. 190. <laughs> <laughs> this dude is 6'4". <laughs> And 425. Yes. You could like triple like me. three almost. of you. <laughs> three of you combined. I can't even imagine that. Yes. Oh, man. It's crazy. And we get Candy Cane Pant Virgil mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. Jim Peterson. Yeah. And Peterson's a big dude. He, he actually shows off some power moves. Is Jim Peterson anybody... Well, so Jim Peterson, we saw, I believe it was last week. It was either the yeah. week, last week or the week before he had faced the British Bulldog. Oh, and, right. Yeah. He was, and, he was too big for Bulldog to do yes, anything. Exactly. Ah. So that's where we saw him. He does not have too much beyond him, even though he does look like he could have been somebody. There's not a lot on Mr. Jim Peterson. So they put him up against Virgil. In this match, the only reason I guess is because he was fairly good. I guess trying to make Virgil look more like a threat, putting him against such a big dude because Jim yeah. Peterson's tall and built well, hoping that Virgil could do something or Jim Peterson could help Virgil do something. And it just did not go well. Virgil has kind of mastered wrestling 101. Like mm-hmm. everything that I see him do is like really basic stuff but he does it really well so he got some mm-hmm. toe holds he drives into the ropes he does the leapfrogs he, like everything that you see just very basic wrestling mm-hmm. no, nothing really crazy yeah but he does but, it really really well so like he's like taking that like first course and really refined it because like you look at virgil and you're like hey he can, he looks like he he's executing his moves really well and then you realize what's he really doing yeah you know, nothing major but he does what he does Super well. Yeah, he, he does all the basic moves with the, the hammer lock. He almost trips on the one, <laughs> like doing the hammer lock going behind him. He looked like he, he almost tripped over Peterson at one point there. And then, yeah, like the throw off the rope. But the, the, the only thing I would have to say about the drop toe hold is he, he did it well, but it was not, I don't know if like he projected it too early. It looked like Peterson was like going into it. Like it was too anticipated. I think that's what I want to say there. 
Peterson's um, size plays against him. I mean, Virgil, not a small dude, but he's not, no. I guess he's not super, well, I don't know how, how tall Virgil is, but Peterson's a lot taller. So Virgil yeah. has to do everything from his toes. Like half the match, he's on his toes to try to get to the top of his head. And mm. Peterson is literally doing the thing I have to do is like I'm bend down all the time to try to get to Virgil's height so he can do some of the stuff. Yeah. Has, has to cut himself <laughs> by, by three quarters just to get Virgil to execute some of his stuff. He's just too tall. Yeah. Virgil, by the way, is on Ica Pro. As, uh, of course he is. Vince tells us. Yes. And the weirdest picture in picture of all time. This was just so random. We get a picture in picture here of Virgil welcoming back Bob Backlund. Right. And happy to see him because Virgil grew up with Bob Backlund as champion. So he's happy to see him come back and he's cheering him on. And that's all we hear about Bob Backlund for this entire episode. And we didn't even like hear about him for last week. Right. <laughs> so just out of the blue. God damn it. He looks so fucking old. <laughs> Did we do a, a package with an oboe? <laughs> Uh, Vince, yeah, uh, we already did that one, Vince. I know. Oh, <laughs> we got to think of something else. Uh, we'll turn him into a crazy person and run him for president. Yeah. The only thing that we get Backlund is, is for the rest of the match, Vince talks about Backlund. Yeah. Doesn't really talk about the Virgil match too much after the picture in picture. Yeah. And then they do a shot of Doink the Clown <laughs> in the crowd. I forget how much Matt Bourne Doink looked different than the other Doink. I mean, I didn't really yeah. pick it up when I was a kid. Like, I didn't notice that they changed Doinks. Also, they used to do that gimmick where they dress up other people as Doinks all the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, doink. yeah. So when that they replaced the Doinks, it was kind of like seamless for me as a kid. But looking at this Doink in the audience, you're like, that's that's not the Doink that I this think is, of when I think of Doink. This is not the Doink that you are looking for. Right. No, this, <laughs> this, this is OG, bad, the best Doink there ever was, but he yeah. does look different than the other other doinks that kind of hung around. Yeah, this is the first time that they acknowledge Doink in the crowd too. Do they call like, him Doink. Well, they don't call him Doink, but they say there's a clown in the crowd, and they and Vince actually mentions that it's the the clown that we saw last week. But last week they never said anything right about they the clown. Like, no sold the clown. They no sold the clown uh, completely. Didn't even acknowledge that he was there. And now Vince is saying, hey, that's the same clown that we saw last week. Right. So the clown's stalking him. Yes. Here's the efficiency of this thing. From the opening of the, the commercial break to the end of this match, we promote Bam Bam Bigelow, Virgil, mm -hmm. Ica Pro, Bob Backlund, and Doink the Clown all in one match. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yep. Get it all in. Get it all in. Always be closing. Always be closing. Always be closing always be closing speaking of other stuff for you to buy from the pages of wwf magazine <laughs> it's lord alfred hayes is update lord alfred hayes yes he's there with his red wwf blazer very traditional tie for alfred hayes in this one and he is going to give us yet another replay from right. last week i said this um, show is 50 percent last show Yes, it is. Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty, the return of Marty Jannetty. So they give us that whole thing again, where Marty Jannetty jumps over the barricades, comes from the crowd. Shawn sees him in the mirror and Marty Jannetty uh, goes apeshit on him, doing his shtick. And then eventually grabs the mirror from Sherry and tries to hit Shawn with it, but ends up hitting Sherry instead. Good job, Jannetty. 
Yes. First day you're, back. You're back and you knock a woman out with a mirror. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming back for vengeance. And he just fucks it all up. <laughs> it gets back to Lord Alfred Hayes. They bring back the barbershop incident, which was quite a while ago, as they mentioned. But that's that's the motivation, obviously, behind this. One thing that had to be mega uncomfortable, they're showing like the beatdown of Janetti against uh, Sean. And Sean's taking all these crazy bumps for Janetti. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean is still like wearing his chains on his jacket. Mm-hmm. And he's like landing on the back of his back Oof. with all these chains. And <laughs> like, ow. They didn't think about that in rehearsal. <laughs> yeah. This sucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> landing Oops. on metal chains constantly. Once we leave there, we have like these two guys can never separate. We yeah. have Bret Hart the musical. Oh, God. Yeah. And, yeah. Perfect is bitching. Where's Flair's musical? What, the, what happened? Yeah, Flair didn't get a musical, and he was twice champion. That's right. Yeah, so we get this musical montage of several of Brett's past matches. I can only imagine that he himself put this montage together. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like all these best matches. It's him against Flair. It's him against Martel. He, he had a couple of the bigger names in there, too. I didn't write them all down. I, I remember seeing Repo in there. Yeah, so the weird thing about this thing is the montage of Brett has one song, none mm-hmm. of them are his theme, one no. of Brett coming to the ring. It's just yeah. Brett coming to the ring in every leather jacket, fake band jacket that he ever owned. Yeah. And, and poor Anvil's nowhere to be seen. Of and course. Cut to a new song and they have fake home videos with yeah. a fake Brett as a kid wrestling somebody who I'm guessing is supposed to be fake Owen. Fake Owen, yeah. And current age Stu Ahart yeah. <laughs> is trying to either break them apart or teach them something in yeah. in the dungeon. Yeah, that's, it's, it's just shot in black and white, but on modern video for exactly. 92. That's what I wanted to say. I was like, it wasn't even grainy, like 60s grainy, yeah, you know, video. Great. It was modern, modern video. Just in black and white. I was like, wait a minute. Because at first when I saw it, yeah, it didn't make any sense of like, who wasn't going to like, just wait a minute. Stu never aged from the 60s. And it's not even on sticks or anything. Like there's a literal cameraman. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Taking this thing for them. Oh my God. And then it's so awful. You get get generic background tune number three. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Which is the one with all the suplexes and they show the ladder match. Yeah. Uh, you got pissy Brett after he loses uh, to Bulldog. Mm-hmm. The flare match, we were wondering if it actually took place or Flair just handed him yeah. a belt from his yeah. trunk. There but it was. You got to see chunks of the championship match you never saw. Another yeah. one where he's teaming with Macho against Flair. Yeah. Which no one ever saw that one either. Yes, not. You got Piper's match from WrestleMania. That was That's awesome. That's the one I wanted to see. Yeah. You got Perfect's match from SummerSlam, which is a great mm-hmm. one too. And then a montage of sharpshooters. Yeah. Just people in the sharpshooter. Yeah. A bunch of people in the sharpshooters. And then it does show when he wins the title. And I guess Stu and Helen must have been there when he won because he goes and hugs them. Yeah. So. And a little girl on someone's shoulder oh yes. on yay from wrestlemania like, yeah you see her mouth the words brett mm-hmm. really really slow I, I guess it's cool you know yeah i mean for 92 it works i mean occasionally they'd have the celebration it's like after wrestlemania when guy's been chasing the title for a while and he finally wins it they bring him in the confetti drops mm-hmm. and shit so mm-hmm. what they do it right at the show or 
It's like new champ and all the confetti's falling. That unheard of. It's just like this is a proto version of it before they kind of got their shit together. Now we get Damien Demento. Oh my god, this just just awful. So here's my thought because this is a, another character that I never knew existed because I did not watch at this particular point. But the first thing I'm thinking is this character, and this is even before we get the little picture-in-picture promo of him that just made him even worse for me. The, this character was like way too close to like a Papa Shango yeah. type character. Like it looked very just ominous and not voodoo per se, but just kind of like occult-ish. Yes. I guess that's that's the way that we want it. He's got this big like jacket type thing on that looks like he's being devoured. He's got teeth in it. Yeah, it's got teeth on the side. And then he's got this funky-ass hairdo where he's like completely bald on the top and then it's like shaved in like a W that goes down to a ponytail in the back and it just looked awful. Like, I don't know why anybody would think that that looked cool, but yeah, anyway. The, yeah, the cultist W symbol, which, you know, is Damien Demento. They got alliteration all over D's, but he's got a W on his head. Well, I did note that in some digging here, he was on the independent scene. He went as Mondo Clean. So it's, maybe it's an M. Yeah. So it's an M on his head. It could be an M. Well, he looks like Ming the Merciless, just like yeah. jacked. <laughs> He's huge. And I think the cultish giant dudes were just a way to keep giving people to the Undertaker. Because mm. I, I remember there was people cheering the Undertaker. So you turn him face, but who does he face? You need some weird, like ominous characters to go against the Undertaker. That made sense. Yeah. So I think they, you know, they have to introduce this guy, get him some wins and then have him lose to the Undertaker and we'll never see him again. That's, that's yeah. That I, I guess it's like, what's he going to face? Yeah. That's the formula. Definitely the formula. He's against Red Tight, who gives a shit again. No one got a lower third. No one got their name announced. Yeah, so this guy is Steve May, and I couldn't find a damn thing on this dude. So (laughs) I don't know where he was. Like, even his IWDB page for him says, like, matches zero. Wow. (laughs) The Damien Demento one doesn't even count. (laughs) It doesn't even count. But he's Steve May, and he's gone by June. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Exactly. So while this thing's going on, you think they'd be like really talking up a brand new character. No, they're talking about Flair having an ear infection. Yeah. Once again, downplaying that there is a new character in the ring. They could be like saying how, you know, big and massive and just unbeatable this dude is and they could give two shits. Yeah. My favorite thing about this match is during the match. Mm hmm. On mic, there's a little kid's voice from Canada going, you suck. <laughs> he wasn't wrong. <laughs> no, no. He's like, yeah. who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, it, 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 it's a poor match, too. And then we get the promo. We get the picture in picture of Damien Demento. And he's trying to act, I guess, crazy. Yes. in this but it's just awful he's get this he's got this really heavy new york accent and he pronounces his name as domento god damn it you're gonna have to not talk or give this guy a mouthpiece because that new york accent just comes through so horribly i like how he says his name and then he's winded for the rest of the promo <laughs> damien dementia and then he like gets out an inhaler yeah he mispronounces his name and he's a creation of your mind and torment. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He uses a 
double knee drop for the win. Oh, great. I guess it wasn't, it's not even like anything like, you know, spectacular for the win. So nothing going on during that match. I just kept saying, it was like, he's too close to Shango. He's, he's like Shango mixed with Warlord. Yeah. When I saw him, I thought they repackaged the Warlord. I remember thinking that as a kid. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. it's the Warlord. Oh, no, it's not the Warlord. But he's got a W. Oh. Is it the Warlord? And I like, I've been looking at this guy. Here's an interesting fact that I found out too. When he first came in, it was reported that they were going to team him up with Animal as the other half of LOD. Oh, he's going to be LOD like 92. Yeah, like the new LOD, but I guess uh, it didn't, it, that was not to be. Animal's like, no. <laughs> you know, Hawk found a new partner in Japan and, and did them all up in the gimmick. So yeah. Animal was probably like, oh, well, that's how we're going to do it. I, <laughs> I should have used the Demento dude. Yeah, right. A uh, little graphic for Saturday Night's main event. And yep. uh, that's all we get. It's a digital graphic. Yeah. So, you know, we're starting to get some high quality graphics packages coming out at 92. Boss Man comes out for his interview and they yes. got the ring all gimmicked up for the pull match. They got yes. the nightstick on a pole. The pole's really tall. Yeah, yeah, the pole was way too high. That's what I said. there. <laughs> after Boss Man, well, first of all, he's in there with our, our favorite Joe Blevins, who we saw last week. He just doesn't say anything. He just holds a mic. And it cuts a pretty good promo, you know, against Nails, you know, basically saying that he's the system here in WWF because... Nails beat the system and he's the law and order, blah, 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 cop, cop stuff, cop stuff, cop stuff. Then he jumps up to the, where the nightstick pole is. And there's no way that he could have reached that if that was the actual pole for the yeah. match. <laughs> he goes to climb up. He's like, God, that's high. <laughs> and he can't get there. And meanwhile, yeah. he's trying to keep on going with his promo, but now he's up in the air. Yeah. Jackass announcers on, on yeah. the ground. So he's screaming his lines. Mm-hmm. Finally, he somehow gets the microphone from the dude and starts cutting his promo from the pole. Yeah. Holding his own mic. When he comes back down, he doesn't even give it back to that jackass. No. <laughs> he keeps on cutting no. the promo with the mic in his own hand. Yeah. Now you're just going to stand here like an idiot because you suck. <laughs> the dude has his hand up to take the mic back. And yeah. boss man just walks away. <laughs> walks to court. He leaves hanging. He's just like, you are out of this situation. Yeah. No, you don't get the mic anymore. I, I've got this. You suck. The, uh, <laughs> they reused the great line. You beat me, but then not break me because you can't break the law. And can't break the, the law. The audience pops for it again. Oh, yeah. They love that one, man. Yeah. B plus. I give it a B plus. Boss yeah. man. Boss man. Man, this dude was like the total package. He was big. He always looked 45, but he yeah. he can wrestle. He can move even though he's large. He had a gimmick that everybody was was behind, like good or bad. The cop thing worked. Yeah. Well, I said this, this particular promo, because we've been talking about how like I'm kind of getting sick of this whole thing because they, they drug it out for way too long. I feel like this this promo kind of brought it back. Mm-hmm. for me a little bit to to get geared up for Survivor Series and see this match. And hopefully, I, I don't expect too much of it because we know Nails can't wrestle, but it, at least it gives it a little bit more because the last couple of weeks, we've just had to listen to Nails call out Big Boss Man and Big Boss Man not coming out. So finally, we get to hear from Big Boss Man and it gives us a little bit more from that end of, of things uh, to set up for Survivor Series. Yeah, it kind of restored him because it looked yeah. like a chicken shit because he's never coming out, but he wasn't in the arena. 
Exactly. But if Vince wasn't on the microphone going, he's not here. And I was in the arena and be like, why is the boss man such a puss? Yeah. Survivor Series reports up next and we run the card and mm-hmm. uh, we're starting to get card subjects to change is changing. <laughs> it is subject to change. So we find out here that the Bushwhackers have graciously stepped aside and been replaced by the Nasty Boys. So it will now be the Natural Disasters and the Nasty Boys versus Money, Inc. and the Beverly Brothers in our maybe Survivor Series match. I'm looking at this card now, and now it's the Beverly Brothers that don't fit. Yeah. Because you got Nasties against Money, Inc. They got a beef. Mm-hmm. Disasters, I guess, could have a beef of Money, Inc. because they just lost the titles to them. But their real problem is with the head shrinkers who cost exactly. them a match. But they're not in the match. We got the Beverly Brothers yeah. who are feuding with none of these people. None of them. Right. They're just kind of like these fringe heels right now. The Disasters cut a promo where they say, you're not in a fight for survival. <laughs> You're in a fight for your lives. Yes, I can just say And I uh, Googled the definition of survival. Survival, noun, the state or fact of continuing to live or exist. <laughs> you are in a fight for survival and you are in a fight for your lives. It's the same thing. Exactly the same thing. Yes. I noticed Typhoon seemed a little bit angrier in this one. Usually yeah. he's just like, hey, I'm the shit. I'm the shit. Maybe it's because he lost his title. He lost his title. He's a happy guy <laughs> when he was champion. He's like, I've, we have it all. Yeah. I'm champ. Yeah. You're champ. Why, why are we mad? <laughs> now we're pissed again. Yeah, he doesn't have his belt. He's, he's mad. This, this is a big guy. He needs a belt. He does need a belt. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> I do appreciate that. Uh, they mentioned Brett versus Sean, and they say Sherry's not going to be there. Yeah, I wonder why. They have not mentioned why. Well, she got hit is. over the head by Steady. I think what's going to happen is she's going to do a run-in, and she's going to tell the one guy to ring the bell. Ring the bell! Yeah. We get uh, another Undertaker. We mentioned this before. Undertaker in his workshop working on the coffin for Cartoon Kamala. I love that blueprint. <laughs> It's an awesome blueprint. Yeah, tell me that's for sale somewhere. <laughs> Somebody's got to have the Kamala blueprint. Yeah, eBay, here we come. Undertaker's making his coffin. Paul's saying it's not airtight on purpose, so Kamala will be eaten by worms and shit. Yeah, all kinds of good gooey things that are going to eat him up as his carcass rots. Yeah, I mean, you realize this is a wrestling match, right? You're just trying to pin the guy. <laughs> and Paul's like, no, no, we're going to throw you in this mother. We're going to bury you and you're going to be eaten alive. That's what you get if you lose this match. You, yes. You get killed and eaten by bugs. You're going against The Undertaker in a casket match. What do you think is going to happen? Shit for brains. Yeah. You're going to die. Kamala's like, what the hell? Yeah. It's just, you know, if Brett loses to Sean, he doesn't get eaten and killed. This should be the main event. Death is on the line. Yeah. Like, what's more high stakes than this? Why isn't this ending the night? How do you top you that? You can't. You can't top that. Saying, what I'm saying, you can't top that with the ultimate maniacs. They're hyping this match so much, we get a second Whippleman promo for <laughs> <it>. No. Without <laughs> Kavala. Yeah, they're like, dude, I know the gimmick. It's cute. <laughs> you don't know where you are. The camera's scaring you. You're confused. Yeah. But we can't sell anything while you're doing... <laughs> you're going to take a break. First, there's three people. You yeah. got Whippleman, you got Kimchi, and you Kamala. Two of them can't talk. Yeah. Kimchi's a mind character. 
Yeah. Kamala doesn't speak English. So Whipple has to do all this heavy lifting and all the time he's trying to do that, Kamala's shitting all over his promos. So exactly. Kamala doesn't get to be there in this one. Yeah, and so you've got Whippleman kind of going through the whole thing again. And now you've got Kimchi in the background who doesn't have Kamala to quote unquote calm as he normally does in the promos. So what does he do? He puts up his fists like he's going to be the guy that's playing. Yeah. It's it's not kimchi in a casket match. No, you have nothing to do with this. You're just going to stand there. Why were you there? And while you're there, where the hell is Kamala if you're not taking care of him? Oh, no, he's not watching. (laughs) He's loose. Kamala's loose. Kimchi had one thing to do. In one job. And then watch Kamala and you're over here useless in a promo that you're over here showing us your fists. Like like you're going to beat up somebody. Oh, shit. Card subject to change. God damn it. Who booked the fucking bushwhackers? Get them the get them the fuck out of that match. What the fuck happened to the warrior? God damn it. What do you mean we lost Kamala? What the hell's going on? Kamala's running down the highway somewhere. Because <laughs> Tim Chi couldn't keep them together. Chi, get your ass over here. Fix this. We go from that promo to the most ever cocaine in a promo oh my I've God. ever seen. <laughs> I was like, how many lines did the two of these guys do before this match? It's it's Ultimate Warrior and it's Randy Savage cutting probably one of their last promos before Ultimate Warrior is out the door. And Ultimate Warrior is so high during this, he can't stop shaking. Yeah, he can't he, stop snorting. He's he talking make, in the Western accent. He's talking in a, some sort of weird accent that doesn't make any sense. Uh, oh my God. There was just, I, I didn't even translate this one for Dom translates the word because it's so short, number one. Mm-hmm. But number two, there's just so much else going on in here. You didn't need to to translate this one you just know that he was way coked up on this macho is talking about how much of a wall the warrior is and then there's this crazy push in by the camera to the warrior's yeah. back yeah and just looking at his steroid acne addled <laughs> back <laughs> and, like, and i'm like he's a wall he's a wall meanwhile his outfit is not the brick one that he's worn a yeah. hundred times this one's fire yeah it's like, if you're going to call him a wall, do it while he's wearing his brick shit. Yeah, Machu's just like, stay turned around so they can't see your nose, Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see the white shit over there. Oh my God, it's so bad. It's so awful. And he ends it with a giant snort, too. Right. Oh God, awful. Main event time. Right. It's featuring high energy. Yes. So that came out of nowhere. Owen's music, No Bird Again. I think Owen and Coco had to sit down and be like, all right, <laughs> we can't have the fans do the bird. No. To Birdman and have your bird out here while we're trying to be high energy, the team. This isn't yeah. Birdman and the Pips. This is high energy. It's a new gimmick. So yes, you can be the Birdman. I'm the Rocket. That's fine, but don't bring the bird, and we can't use the yeah. bird theme song. You have to see more like a team and less like a superstar and its sidekick. Yeah, I'm not your Robin. No. Even though that is also a bird. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah. Birdman right. and Robin. Yes. IRS tells the crowd that you cannot get away with cheating 
on your taxes because of the way they scramble up the tapings and, and the title changes on challenge. When they came mm-hmm. out, DBSC and IRS are not wearing the belts. And I was like, are they just saying it's a title match, but it's really oh, not yeah. a title match, but it's uh, Jimmy Hart's carrying both of them. Oh, uh, Okay. It's like, does IRS have them in his briefcase? What's the deal? Where's the titles? And uh, Jimmy's got them both. Yeah. So it I gave him something to do. Sense. Okay. For yeah. one reason, Jimmy Hart. Yes. To carry the yes. <laughs> Jimmy Hart for one reason now. Yeah, carry the belts. Not, no more, no longer just because, because okay. you got belts. Owen and Ted starts, Ted slaps and shakes IRS hand, which is actually not a tag. No, that was not actually a tag. <laughs> Where we have seen that become a tag. In, in past. Yeah, usually they don't even bother tagging. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they finally take- touch each other's hands, and it's not a tag. Yeah. Uh, Owen's just taking Ted's moves, and Owen and Coco finally turn it on him and clear the ring. Yes. IRS comes in. Owen drop toe holds him and tags in Coco, who starts working IRS's arm. And then Ted cheats with a knee, and that's classic money ink. Yeah, oh, yeah. And double teeny. Of course. And Coco's the guy getting the beat down. Yeah. They do some typical heel stuff here where IRS distracts the ref while DiBiase is holding Coco. DiBiase needs Coco from the apron and then chokes him out mm-hmm. as IRS runs the interference on that. The turnaround is a double clothesline and Owen and Ted get tagged in. Owen cleans house. Big back body drop on Ted DiBiase. But then I guess the ref is like, you are out of time because Ted does a quick neck breaker and it's over. Yeah, it, it, the, the ending came very, very suddenly. Owen does the back body drop on DiBiase and then he goes to do it again. And I thought that, well, that's kind of weird because you never really see them do the same move twice right. in a row. So I was wondering, did DiBiase just kind of miss it the first time? It just seemed odd for them to try and do the same move, even though it wasn't technically the same move the second time, it looked like Owen was trying to give him a second back body drop. I kind of like how anything could actually end the match and the finisher doesn't necessarily have to, especially Mm. in this day and age where everybody kicks out of the finisher. Yeah. Any move could beat the dude. Yeah. It's not the million dollar dream. It's not whatever the hell IRS does. No. It's just a neck breaker and that was enough. And yeah. it's, it's over, but it's, it's Easy probably like the ref's like, you, you're two minutes long. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it, Boom. <laughs> it's over. For being main event, it was a fairly boring match. We didn't see a lot of high flying out of no. high energy. No, they stayed on match. the ground. Yeah. They stayed on the ground a lot. I don't know if that's because of who they were facing or, you know, with something else going on there, but it just didn't seem like, you know, when we see them against red tights, they're flying all over the place. Yeah. So I get, we're going against two like brawling dudes. Mm-hmm. We'll just stick to the ground because yeah. Owen and Coco can adapt to anybody. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I agree with that. And I don't know how well DBIC and IRS would do with the guys who are jumping around and bouncing around all over the place. Yeah. Gene's in the event center with the Buy Survivor Series right now. Yes. Yes. It is coming up. We're about two and a half weeks away at this point. So that means we're going to see a perfect flip sometime here in the near future. I don't think it's next episode, but the episode after that, I think we're, we, I think we have one more. We're next week we will be the, the 14th and then it'd be the 21st it's of November. So close so, to the yeah. show. It is really, really close. So we'll see what happens, but it's going to, it's going to happen quick. Your biggest face in the company. The reason yeah. people probably bought a ticket isn't going to be on the show. 
I mean, yeah. he must have really been a pain in the ass. Oh, yeah. For yeah. Vince to be I'm, like. I'm sure this was a, one of the reasons why a lot of people just didn't like him behind the scenes. I'm going to have to pull mm-hmm. the, my number one draw before a big four show. That's mm-hmm. how much this guy's an asshole. Yeah. Wow. We get a model promo and Captain Rick with his boating outfit and feathers <laughs> and a pipe shows up. So oh, yeah. Got a lot oh, going yeah. on. Yeah. And he's basically retorting everything that Tatanka had pontificated earlier in his promo. Uh, but I especially like the end of this because maybe we'll grab a peace pipe afterwards. Main event promo. We get uh, Rick, Perfect, and Razor. So these guys are yeah. still intact a bit. Yeah. And they all work off of each other really, really well. Perfect. Rick starts it out. They play off the whole Survivor Series thing, saying they're survivors. Razor Ramon is talking about how Fire's king of the ring, Razor's king of the streets. And then he goes into this, he talk about a lot of things, and then just Rick just picks right up off of that and starts off, you know, because Razor has a very sort of soft demeanor to his promos. And Rick kind of plays off of that. Like he starts soft, and then he can build it back up to a typical flair promo. Yeah. And he says, you have a debt to pay and we're going to cash in and we don't like you. We don't like you. <laughs> well, did you like the episode then? I did not. <laughs> <laughs> this was such a, well, because we said it before, it was half of last week's episode. Yeah, this was just the, saw so much repetition in this one. A lot of cool shit happened last week. We got to catch you up if you missed it. Yeah. Nothing cool is happening this week. Nothing cool happened this week. We had a couple of just so-so matches. And even the main event match with the the heel against face was nothing and ended so abruptly. There was just like, why did we even watch that? Yes. There was no love for the red tights. So it's hard to have a red tight of the night because mm-hmm. they were even more in the background than they usually are. Uh, yeah. I picked Jim Peterson for his work making Virgil look good. Yeah, I picked uh, Spicoli just because I like his name. <laughs> My match of the night, they were all pretty terrible. I gave it to you, fake Brett and fake Owen from the montage. Oh, <laughs> that's fake, a good one. I knew. Yeah. Think of that one. Fake 10-year-old Brett versus fake 10-year-old Owen or 8-year-old Owen. This was Being, too hard as the ref. Was too hard as the ref was my, mm-hmm. my uh, match of the night. Very good. I gave it to the main events there at the end, just because we had four people in the ring that uh, kind of knew what they were doing. Yeah. <laughs> Next week, we're going to get, a, it's going to get a lot better. We got oh, uh, Kamala. Yay. We get Marty Janetti. In his return. In his return of Janetti. We get the head shrinkers again. Okay. So we're, we're yeah. going to get some back to back shrinkers. We get nails. Former convict nails, as if we didn't know that. Yeah, it's got clean slate now. He did his time. Yeah. We got an interview with the natural disasters. Oh, that should be good. Just them <laughs> constantly yelling. Yeah. If it's anything like the other ones, you're going to have time for going, yeah, we got a match coming up. We're really excited. <laughs> Over to you, quick. I'm going to kick ass. Quick. Calm down. Dude, holy shit. Take your Ridland. Yeah. Uh, We're going to have a main event. We're going to have the British Bulldog and Repo Man. We're going to finally get that blow off. We got the blow off from way back. We were looking for it for for months. We didn't saw this blow off. We're finally going to see Bulldog Repo for the IC title. I'm surprised, like, because Repo cuts a promo here and so does Bulldog. I'm surprised they don't bring up the whole 
uh, repo hanging bulldog episode. You I know, think they both forgot it happened yeah, so long ago. It was so long ago. Like they could have brought that back and at least made this somewhat of a feud. Yeah. Or show a little package. Hey, remember this? That's yeah. why they're pissed. Yeah. But no. So, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. We got a Saturday Night's Main event to look forward to. We got Survivor Series Ooh. coming up. So, we got some good stuff in the future. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. for now, it's Sayonara Un- Undertaker. And Shawn Michaels has left the building. Yeah. Let's get the f out of this episode. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Thank God that one's over. Damn it. I'm like watching that saying, what the fuck am I going to talk about on this one? Damien Demento? Yeah, right? Oh, God. All right. Very good. Catch you later, man.